Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John Lord Balajani Hotcakes! Yeah, me! <laughs> I keep waiting for you to say, good morning, Vietnam! You keep waiting for me to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. I think that'll come later, though. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting up there in age. Yeah, not I sh- too I'll shit my though. pants soon. It'll happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> glad you have hope of that. Wow. Okay. So, have you had an interesting week, John? I've had a great week. Yeah. Can't remember any of it, but it was great, I'm sure. It blends in, doesn't it? It it does. (laughs) It's Christmas time. It is. Oh. Yes. Did you see the Christmas idea we had? No. For the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, yes. Why don't you tell the audience about that? So... It's getting close to Christmas. We don't have a lot of time left. Yes. But we want to do a Christmas song, the 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. Well, the 12 Days of Kinkmas. There you go. So, <laughs> if you come up with some good lyrics for the 12 Days of Christmas, you know, five golden cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> that time you were on keys. Right. And a slave hanging from a tree. <laughs> Seven shackled men. Yeah, now that's come, what we're talking about. Come up with some good lyrics. Yes. And you know, we might even mix them together. If you have some good lyrics for a couple of them and somebody else has some good lyrics for some other ones, we'll mix them together. Definitely. And we'll put it together and sing it for you for our Christmas episode. Definitely. So write in. Give us your, give us your ideas. Absolutely. It'll be great fun. Absolutely. I'm not going to be the one singing it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope everybody torture. I was going to say, I hope everybody's enjoyed the Christmas commercial (laughs) that you've given them. The Christmas commercial. I'll sing the five golden cock rings, but I bet you will. You're classically trained. You'll have to sing. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun. I don't think the mics could handle me, John. (laughs) It'll be fun. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll hire some people. Okay. Sing, slave. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh okay so, so we've had a f- we've had fun talking about sadism are you gonna tell sadism are you gonna tell the audience who's next to you no your sexy little elf oh <laughs> she'll tell him draggling's here with us today I my sexy been, draggling elf i've been an elf the last couple of days oh no <laughs> But I'm not again now. <laughs> <laughs> hi. <laughs> She's so like, casually. hi, and I'm just like, yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat your ass for that later. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> okay, so tonight we're talking about masochism. Right, because if you're going to be a sadist, what's, what do you need? You need the... You need a masochist. Yes. Exactly. You need somebody who's going to let you do all those mean, dirty things to them. Your counterpoint. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yes. Yeah, yin and yeah, yang. That's right. Yin yang and a thang. <laughs> I, yang. <laughs> I yang my thang all the time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so on kinkly.com, you always manage to find these interesting articles, John. Kinkly's great. We it like, is. You know, if we're going to be kinky, we should go to kinkly. It is. I like that. So, 
That's right. Angel says, what? <laughs> so, so, a masochist, John, tell us. What is a masochist? Tell us. I don't know. Let me see. Educate us. A masochist is an individual who takes pleasure in the experience of physical or emotional pain. Yeah. Masochists often rely on this pain for sexual gratification. Mm-hmm. The M in PDSM stands for masochism. This type of power and dynamic dynamic can be a key part of some BDSM play. It is also included in the term sadomasochism, which refers to both inflicting and receiving pain between sexual partners. So if you have a primal partner who switches with you, she likes to beat your ass back. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? I concur. (laughs) (laughs) That is accurate. So I have to be careful what I decide to do to her because... It is remembered and it is returned. Some things she really likes and sometimes she really likes to do back. All things she likes to do back. Because that pain is pleasure. For you. <laughs> she think, likes it when I give her pain. She likes it. Yes. But she also likes it when she gives me pain. Because it gives me pleasure. Both of those things give her pleasure. I was going to say that's where the sadism comes out. One that's of those say, things right. gives me pleasure. Yeah. I I like one of those things. She likes them both. She's a sadomasochist. I'm just a sadist. Yeah, and and that is a distinct difference between what you were discussing and I was listening to last week. Yeah, is a difference. Between a sadist, a masochist, and a sadomasochist, mm-hmm. I I would identify as word as yeah. a sadomasochist. Now, to be Agreed. fair, we've done some things, and I have enjoyed a lot of the things that we've done, hmm. <laughs> and I have started I'm to not enjoy. I'm holding a knife to your throat while you say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when she chokes me till I pass out, I fucking like it. Okay. <laughs> we do some other things I really fucking like. The pain. I'm getting used to. I don't get sexual gratification from being hit with a flogger, but I am starting to like it a lot more. I'm starting to ease into that. So we'll see. We'll find out. But isn't that two concepts of of pain? There's a mental pain pleasure and then a physical pain pleasure. There's two two formats going on there that will interact with that. If I'm not necessarily receiving sexual pleasure from it, pain I'm going to feel a power exchange pleasure pain and there's two different things one's physical and one's mental so on a masochistic side it depends what realm I'm in whether I'm going to receive this physically or mentally and then they merge and that I guess is the right and the you know you can even split that down more it's a physical pain and emotional pain so we have a lot of people that like impact play but we have a lot of other people who like degradation and humiliation well me and my partner we don't do that we're not into that type of pain we don't like yeah yeah we don't, humiliation degradation we, we don't like it. Yeah. Not at all. I, mean, that, I like doing it to people yeah. i don't like yeah. doing it with with my partner but i do like doing it to other people yeah you know, yeah. we've had people in the dungeon. We've made them lick shit up off the floor. It was great. And I see, but you know, what's what's interestingly so between the two of you, and it's actually a rare thing, is that you two are both so strong 
you know, I mean, you're both so headstrong and, you know, you're strong in your everyday life. We're both very dominant. You're both very dominant. And so to see you both kind of like take that role as in really love that pain to receive and to give, you know, I mean, it's a great power. It's an honor to be able to have the partner receive the sadism masochism Absolutely. exchange yeah i feel gifted when when lord baylor john well john at that stage is not lord baylor yeah. it's john is receiving the pain i'm giving him i feel very honored because that's not technically the, the dynamic but it's a dynamic of us and I think that is very significant in relationships to find that threshold of where you are compatible that's what I was going to say there was actually such a strong powerful uh, exchange between the two of you it's a mutual powerful exchange it's respectful yeah, very much so and you've seen some of our scenes when we, oh, yeah. when we play we it's intense yeah. it is intense yeah because we both enjoy it. Yeah. And you've known me for a long time. Yeah. And we've had conversations several times. I don't I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast per se, but I've never allowed anyone to do to me what she does to me. Oh, not at all. Ever. Yeah. And you've seen me. You've seen me try and explore that path, and I got real depressed. And yeah. I, I really, it, it wasn't me. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But with her, it's different because there's that mutual respect. I know that she that's part of who she is and I respect that part of her so I do I give that to her but she does the same thing for me she gives it to me as well yeah but isn't and that, it, but that, that sorry no I was going to say that's why it is intense because when we do it we're giving each other we're giving I'm giving my whole self to you at that it's moment it's genuine yeah. your, your, your care admiration respect love however you want to verbiage that you're transferring that in every single movement. So every flogging I give, I'm not giving the flogging of something inside of me. I'm, I'm hoping between the moment I move my arm to the moment you receive the flog, the, that pain, you're not receiving the pain, you're receiving the appreciation that hits you. It's For us, I think it's more an energy exchange mm -hmm. than a power exchange. If that makes sense. You're, you're not becoming my dominant. I'm not becoming yeah. your dominant. But we're exchanging energy between each other. Mm -hmm. And that's why we like the edge play and the energy play and the fire and the electric, all those things. It's an energy between us. And, and that that's the, the, there's levels of sadomasochism, there's levels of masochism. You know, I've seen on Fat Life and throughout levels of masochism and I'm like whoa it's so, extreme some of it I'm like whoa you know you know I hate having bruises on my breasts yeah you know that just for me it stays there with me for days afterwards I'm like okay we've understood and had that communication go baby I know I was in the back bed I know we did the flogging I'm good with it on my legs I see it on my breasts that's a no I just because I paid a lot of money for these girls <laughs> You know, I kind of want to see them pretty, but some maskers will see pretty with the bruises. Yeah. And, and I see the art. I see the art when I see it on my legs or I see it on my back. 
I see that all around my midway, around my waist. I see that very artistic. I enjoy that as a masochist. I love seeing those markings. I don't want them on my breast. Because your fond memories are behind those. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the communication thing, you know, between between those plays you right. you can flog me and all of that as the uh, as I'm your ma- as I'm your masochist but just stay away from my breast. Yeah, and you know, that's an important part. If you're going to play, if you're going to do say it as a masochism, you have to communicate. Yeah. Because we did talk about it. Mm-hmm. We tried something new. Mm-hmm. You like you said you're in the vac bed, things are different there. You enjoyed what was happening. I enjoyed what was happening. Yeah. Neither one of us knew it was going to leave marks. Mm -hmm. We know that now. We won't do that ever again. Yeah. So it's not, I'm mad at you because you didn't listen. We did. We did communicate. Something. We, something happened we didn't like. We don't do it anymore. Yeah. It's that easy. So being able to have that communication without getting upset with each other, you know. You know. We've, we've had the conversation. We both know that those marks were not put there on purpose. No, that was not, not the intent. Yeah. So, so it was good that we had the experience that we that we could learn from it. And, it's, and it is that open talking. Mm-hmm. Next time you can just go flat on your face, and we'll flip over the back bed. Thank you, bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I mean I've done that to my little slave boy, and he loves it. We'll just put a tube through, so she can put through the tube instead of through the hole. I know, right? I wouldn't say no. Yes, I'll be able to breathe. Just put on a latex cat suit, and we'll just flog you in that. Yeah, you'll be able to breathe. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'm okay as long as I can breathe. <laughs> You know, we haven't done saran wrap with you yet. I've been having that done a lot with my tattoo. Woo! Yeah, but I hadn't put it on tight yet. I know. We're going to try that. Oh, it's so fun. But I will say on the on the mask side, there's a lot to be said about that bed. I know it's latex, it runs into that. Yeah. But there's that tight constraint. And then when you're being flogged, the, the impact resonated a lot sharper. Oh, sharp and and tight. Wow. For me, physically, everybody's different. So for me, when I was doing it, I what I assumed was it was a thuddier because it didn't hit your skin directly, so it was more thuddy. But I was using that dragon tail, and I was I wasn't being light about it because I didn't think you could feel it as well. So I was hitting you harder. Oh, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) She can't really give me feedback. Yeah, that's all I could hear because she can't get feedback. I talk so much more. Yeah, I was there, and I remember. And here's the part of being that masochist on elevation. I lifted up. I drifted. I was gonna say, don't you find that it's like an orgasmic high? Um. Gosh, it's been very descriptive. I elevated up from where I was in my mind. I floated and I saw myself. Wow. And I breathed. It was like the whole, there was nothing constraining me. I wasn't in a vat bed. I was open. I was floating. And I knew at that point I must have hit that subspace. Yeah. Because I drifted. It was, I was so free in air. And I know John was flogging me, but it was just, it was such a gift. Yeah. I was being gifted such pleasurable pain that it was no longer pain. It was just 
uh, I was just high. Yeah. And that's what they write about. You know, when mm-hmm. you, we write all these documents, when we, individuals write these um, discussions, physically, how do you explain where you drift off? And we're, we're seeking that. We're seeking that high. We're seeking that lift. We're seeking that elevation. We want to let go. We want to be free. The come down, we've got to be nurtured for. But when you reach that high, to see yourself looking down and going, oh my God. And I could see John frogging me. I could see me in the back bed. I could feel and see, I could see the pain. And I was just like, wow, I want to stay here forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, I've got work in the morning. (laughs) Now, how do you feel when you just hear that loud vacuum your ears are plugged. Like, what do you even hear? Um, it takes a moment to get in that space. Yeah. Because you're you're apprehensive. You're getting accustomed to the environment. You want. I want to. I always want to make sure I can breathe. Eases the anxiety. As soon as I know where that little hole is for me to breathe, I'm like, you, you see, a little tongue sticks out. <laughs> I go, yeah, I know. It's. I feel this closeness. I feel safe. I've, I'm, I'm ready to be elevated to a level that takes me out of my anxiety. I'm free. I've got to be free. I have high anxiety. Yeah. I think I, that's a key issue right there. It helps you so much. It frees me. Yeah. I no longer feel responsible for anything I can let go and I think anybody that you know is out there and you know we suffer from anxiety we suffer from depression we suffer from so many things yeah to be able to let go and give your trust and freedom to at that point is my masochist because I'm asking him yeah please take me to a place and it's going to be a place where pain is going to be involved take me through that journey of pain that brings me to that place of pleasure and it will start off as pain but eventually it's controlled it's I can control what that pain means and that pain will then suddenly become my pleasure because I control it not it controls me but that's personal yeah and to answer another way to answer the question you, you said you told me when we were discussing that afterward, the question was the the noise. Yeah. You told me that at some point you couldn't hear it anymore. You drifted and then there was no noise. There was no yeah, there wasn't I was just I was I was in outer space. That's all I can say. I was in outer space. I was in space. That's probably the best humanly able description I can give you. There was no noise. I was in space. And that's when I and I asked you a couple of days later, perhaps, I said, did I get to subspace? And I questioned that because it, it took me a couple of days to come down. But the joy of the pain turned to great pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you have to and your partner who is the masochist has to know when to stop right and we talked about that in our last episode about being a a dominant the only person you can really control is yourself 
when you have to know when to stop you have to know how to control the situation you have to know how to bring them back you have to know all these things to be able to take them to that place because if i didn't know how to bring you back it's a really dangerous place to go yeah i was down for and if i didn't know when to stop it's a really dangerous place to go because you would have let me go forever oh yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have known when for you to. And when you're stopped. in the back bed, there's not a lot of feedback because I can't see you. All I see is the latex. Mm-hmm. I can't see your eyes, what you look like. You can't see me. You can't really speak very well. You can moan, but there's not a lot of signals you can give me to let me know that you're. So I do in that when I'm in the back bed, I I suddenly try and do as much movement as possible to say I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You do really well at that. Yeah, but. As the dominant, sometimes we have to remember, we have to have enough control to stop when it's time to stop. Because we get into a space, too, where we're having a good time and we're getting, we, we, we can go too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to remain in control of, of our impulses to be able to take care of the person that we're... So that was like a first, like one of the first masochistic experiences I had, which probably about eight, nine years ago. Um, if they're listening today, hey. <laughs> and he was uh, a prison guard oh, back wow. in Manchester, England. Wow. He had a slave. I was invited over to the home. I knew them through the fat world and so forth. And I was being flogged on the on, on the front of me. Mm-hmm. And I was up against a wall. And apparently I just was permitting so much they watch he watched me just zone out begging just more and he stopped i don't remember the the, the the whole you know it gets blurred but the whole point i'm saying was he stopped he said you reached a place where i could have really damaged you i had to stop because you would have allowed me to do too much and there's a point of so much and too much you were at so much the next stage would have been too much and that's the question inside the BDSM world when is it too much that it's abusive and as a masochist we trust our partner or say it is to recognize that without causing us damage both mentally and physically I don't want to wake up the following day with a, a burst new boob implant and a ruptured something somewhere because we played too hard because the dom did not recognize the limitations when a sub or a masochist goes into their space we're going to permit because we're in a place and then we want to please ourselves because I think it's not about pleasing the, the, the sadists. We're actually defying ourselves. We want to see, maybe I'm speaking on a proportion of people, but when I go into masochist role, I want to push my boundaries. I'm I testing think, myself. Yeah, I think a lot of people do feel that way. Yeah, <clears throat> it says right here, and you've hit on a lot of these things. Some of the reasons behind Matt's kicks being aroused by pain are the endorphin or adrenaline rush, which mm-hmm. you talked about. The sense of pushing themselves or pushing their own boundaries. Yeah. And then ca- so. catharsis. So yeah. it's very healing. So you, they ask to be taken to a place so that they can reframe a memory. 
What did we discuss last we, week? We talked about know, that a lot. Yeah, you know, the listeners don't know with um, a lot of discussions after our last scene was it was very cathartic. There was a lot of healing going on, and replace a bad memory or a, nost- a bad experience, a bad experience, something nostalgic that I didn't want there. And you can replace it with, hey, no, I can control this. This is my latest memory. So there is very much a therapy <laughs> right? in, in, in being that masochist. Or that, say, you know, in that, I'm, I'm not a masochist, but I'm very mas. I am a masochist. But yeah. I'm saying, but, and it, it's not about us on the podcast. So I'm, I'm sorry, just for, no, for any does. masochist journeying on, am I, am I not? It's, it's looking at yourself and where you are in that life at that moment to say, what am I trying to heal on? Where am I trying to grow to? What are my p- p- permissions and who can I trust to allow myself to be free with? And that's a really big, big, you know, as a female or even a male, I would say as a female listening to this, I'd say you've really got to know your partner. Don't just jump in to being with, hey, I'm a masochist, here's my sadist, I'm going to do this on week three of meeting each other. Hell fucking no to that one. Because that's just blind trust. You know, I trust you, John, implicitly to play with me, have a scene with me when I'm my most vulnerable, which is when I'm my my masochistic role. At the same time, I could probably turn on you very quickly because you're touching on raw nerves. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I've got the other sense of that where you're taking me to a place of healing. So you haven't listened to the last episode yet because it doesn't air until after we record this one. Sorry, I should. So it hasn't aired yet, so she hasn't heard it. No, don't apologize. But we talked about creating a safe space and taking the time to create that safe space, and that you and I took time to get to where we were, and we've had those conversations as well. Yeah, you knew what you wanted when we met. Like I want these fantasies and all this stuff, but we had to create a space that made it safe to do those things. We couldn't just do what we do now six months ago. There's no Hell way. no, There's I would no probably way. put your fucking lights out. <laughs> <laughs> but now... That's what you always said your go-to right there. <laughs> right? But a bunch of <laughs> fucking lights. Didn't do kickboxing for no reason. <laughs> but now we're to the point where we're pushing new and different boundaries. Completely. Yeah. And you're trusting me to oh, push absolutely. your limits. And I think... We're both doing things we never thought we would be doing. And and, and and I would say to those listening, you know, we, we get so hell-bent and defied by labels of, I'm a sadist, I'm a masochist, I'm a dom, I'm a sub, I'm this, I'm that. And yet, if we just were probably more a little bit honest with ourselves and with our partners, perhaps we would have found our true authentic self. To be real, I found my authentic self with you mm-hmm. by accepting the fact there is a huge masochistic side of me. I wasn't aware it was there. There is a huge masochistic side, but not a very big submissive side. Uh, I'm not a submissive. I punch fucking lights out. So those are two different (laughs) things. Just like a sadist and a dominant are two different things. A sub and a masochist are two different things. Absolutely. One of the really important things that this talks about is masochism is different for everyone. 
So for you, you love impact play. You love the pain. For some, for someone else, maybe they don't. Right. I'm starting to like it, but I really like to be choked. I really like um, fire play. I like other things. So each person is different. So to say, well, I don't like pain, physical pain. Don't feel bad about yourself because you don't like what somebody's telling you you should like. Some people like the humiliation. Some people like to be told they have a little dick, or to be. <laughs> they do. They do. Right. They That's like, to like be saying you have a wide vagina. <laughs> It's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Hot wings hot tunnel. It's like fucking a bucket of water. <laughs> well, Can't feel shit. But, <laughs> but some people really like that. Some people really like the pain. It's a spectrum. It's like it being is sadist. A spe- yeah. It's a spectrum. But I, I would like to just go back to something you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think that's significant. Because I was very confused for a while in my BDSM world between being a masochist and a, su- and a submissive mm-hmm. uh, because the, the two were merging very they're very close to each other I felt they, and I feel in the BDSM world the, the kind they of overlap close, a lot they overlap I am by no fucking means a fucking submissive because I will not you fucking lights out but I'm a masochist and that's the difference and I think that gets very confusing for sub for this does that you can be a masochist without being a submissive and i just want to say that because there is a, i was confused yeah. so for anybody listening it's okay to be a masochist without being a submissive you can still have power exchange and control Absolutely. and be all of that without being um less than Less someone than, else. Yeah, you, yeah. you, if you, some try, people like that power exchange. They do, but everybody's different. I our power exchange on that moment is great, mm-hmm. but don't try and slave me, humiliate me, because I'm not your fucking lights out. And we mentioned it in the last episode. <laughs> uh, you like that, mistress? Me? <laughs> I like, do. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like episode, oh, five but, foot two and five <laughs> foot nine. I'm not your fucking lights out. <laughs> So true mancunian in me coming out there. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> well, and I think that you all touched on a couple points too, but I think that it, it just says, you know, we can always be a different role. We don't have to be in the same role. You know, you can be versatile in what you do. Right. You know, because I hate to be put in that box. You know, like you said, you know, you don't want to necessarily be called a submissive because people tend to I look down on submissives or they look down on slaves. And I don't... I don't do they? They do. You know, I was looking... God, I was, is that what it is? It is. Because I was looking at... I was looking at FetLife today and I looked at a picture. I think you just nailed it. Why yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, it's because we've come in contact with male doms that are douchebags. And this male dom, he had some really cool pictures of some female slaves on there. And um, he had one picture was really cool. And his quote for his caption on his picture, yeah, she might be a dumb whore. You see, I think that's what it is. I think you just hit the nail on the head, Mistress Mayor. I would say that's what it is. It's you are... 
they whatever it's they're not hum that there's not a respect of humiliation they're humiliating just for the sake of you it's a deck it's a it's an insult to her to us as a woman yeah I, I, there was something you just said about subhuman less yes than, yeah yeah and some people do enjoy being Some treated people that do way. Enjoy but, that. but they're still So it depends human. on the dynamic. The, the, yes. the dynamic, but they're still a person. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I think there's something bigger in what you just said. I'm going to re-listen to this podcast. It was something you just touched on there. Yeah. That I want, I'm going to look into. Because I, I just went, oof, yeah. in my chest. Yeah. 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 But I remember what I was going to say before. From the last episode, it's fine because it all rolls back in together. We do these things in the dungeon, and you said it. You really appreciate our relationship, mine and Dragling's relationship, because you see us go in the dungeon. You don't know what we're doing. Sometimes you do. (laughs) (laughs) You've been there once or twice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But we're able to to turn it off when we come out of the dungeon. When we come out of the dungeon, we're not... Dragonling and Lord Baylor anymore. We're we're people. Yeah, and we, and we respect each other. Yeah, and we, yeah, yeah. We we come out. We respect each other. We go on with our life like we normally do. Yeah. When we go in and we play, we have the power exchange. We have the dynamic, and we leave it there. And it is. It, it is. And as a female, you know, I, I speak to the. I mean, I know there's loads of male listeners. I'm talking to the female listeners because I'm one of you. <laughs> um, you know, as a female listener, that was a big thing when I first met you um, earlier on this year. Was you know, I have a high profile job. I you know, I have a career. I'm, I, I'm whatever I am. It's no big deal. But to have that um, exchange was huge for me. And I didn't want to lose myself or or, or lose... Because I knew who I was before you even met me. Well, I hope so. <laughs> you know, I knew, I knew I was a weird... I knew I was a sadist. I knew I was a masochist. I knew all of those dynamics. It needed to take someone... Ex- extremely special to allow me and permit me to um act out on those thank roles. you Mich- and, and and you knew me you met me that time you fucking fucking good <laughs> <laughs> bitch you know and today you're one of my best friends absolutely because you read people i do you read people really well and and i i've got to know you and i've got to know your environment i absolutely love you i love everything about you um you're a growth person absolutely you allow people to be there whether it's the sadist and we're talking about masochism this evening but the masochism side you know it's you see me journey a few times like yeah and you've held me close absolutely and i think that's important for for any of the listeners you know the female or male listeners whoever yeah have somebody close to you have somebody that you can at least feed to and go hey hey this happened is this so you know you, you don't be wrapped up so much in your own brain yeah you end up causing yourself more hurt, stress, and, stress. Yeah. yeah you know i've been so grateful for you 
maybe in my life because there's a female to a female and 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 I push you aside here right now, not push you, I put you aside, John Lord Baylor, because that female connection has been so significant to my growth. And I think any listener out there should have that com- comparte, that individual go, somebody, find somebody in your field, find somebody in the club you're at, on Life, wherever you are, yeah. and just be able to voice, hey, you don't you don't just have necessarily have that one person that is your sadist or your dom or whoever. Find somebody you can also bounce off. You, I've bounced off you so much since I met you, and it's so significant, so important because I don't wrap myself up in my own fifteen hundred languages of chaos. You know, I'll have, I've had a scene with John, Lord Baylor, whatever. I'll come out of that so chaotic because I've tried new things, I've been this masochist, I've been there, whatever, and I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Is that okay? Was that okay? Oh my God, did I do that? Blah, 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 blah. This chaos. Have a friend have somebody you trust be your partner but then also perhaps have Have a confidant you've been mistress may you've been my confidant since i met you i've come to you and i've cried on the phone with you i've (laughs) i've sat and i've gone i don't know i think i'm a fucking weirdo (laughs) i really liked it (laughs) we're all weirdos oh my god can i go back in the back bed again That fucking machine was great. <laughs> you know, hidden secrets. But <laughs> that's not hidden from me. <laughs> well, you were there. Yeah, um, I was there. But but again, we're talking about masochism. You know, it's it's as a as a female, whether you're male or female, or binary. However, you recognise yourself, you're going to come out of that space and you're going to be vulnerable. Absolutely. I would say, personally, it takes me about ah. what? Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Foxy, and that's a Chihuahua. Um, they always know how to interrupt. Um, however, I would say what what used to take me a day or two to recover after a session when I've gone deep with John Lord ba- and at that time is Lord Baylor, and I've gone into my masochistic side. Probably taking me two or three days. Because it's a process. You have to think about everything that happened. And, and I've phoned you on those yes, occasions. Yes. I've got emotional. And you're so analytical, too. It's like... Hi. Yeah, you, you analyze. Like, why? Why do I like it? I wanted to go back and do it again. I, okay, because I want to understand. Yes. Because that helps me recognize control. Yeah. And I and and that's who I am as somebody who processes and a masochist. I think personally, if you're listening to this podcast, ask yourself, where am I healing? Yeah. Where am I growing? How? Don't just do it for the sake of doing it because it has no purpose. There should be a purpose. That's just my view. So I take it back. Don't worry. ask yourself how how where why what right 
there's going to be something that I'm going to gain from this. It's going to be healing. It's going to be peace. It's going to be reward. Don't do it just because, hey, do you know what? I'm high on a Friday night. Go, yeah. go and dance that out in a club. <laughs> because this is so connected to self. It is. And I think being a masochist when I'm touched and that vulnerable and in that space it journeys there's a journey to get to that place you come out of that place then you need and I want my hugs I need the downtime thank you for the rug thank you for the hugger <laughs> best friend ever um, it was his gift but I seem to get rewarded um, the gift that day it was his birthday we got a rug it's great another story um, self care we'll talk about that another time um, but Mistress Mia has, oh God, I was not going to take over this show. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But um, I would say every masochist out there should have a go-to just to reflect. A couple of days after, I, this, my, our last session took me about three or four days, maybe yeah. four days to process. We took you... To a very deep place, and it yeah, took you a long time. Yeah, it took time. me four so. days to process where I was, and I was low. Yeah. I went low because I'd been so high. And that's the dopamine endorphins, that's the high to the low to the low to the high. I mean, you, you, yeah. you can't run a marathon in three minutes. I ran a marathon in three minutes that night with you. And I, you know, it's, it, understand the metaphor of that is you can't, that's impossible. We did a, a, an hour and a half session of being a masochist and I expected myself to be okay 24 hours later. Stupid. Have your friends, have your partner next to you. And if you've, if you're partnered with a sadist, Make sure he's going to nurture you, not just that moment after. And maybe that's another topic. I don't know if I'm punchlining to the future, but I think that's really significant because my down hit me hard. I was down. Um, but I would just say, Mia, um, oh, I'm waffling. Waffling in English means <laughs> talking a lot. But I would say my friendship... Um, Friendship is important. Absolutely. I think I rang you every fucking day. <laughs> if I didn't ring you, I'd text you like 1,500 fucking messages. But we did. We set up time to be able to be there because I knew. You did. You stayed with me for three days, four days. Right. We, we made that time for each other. We, we talked about it the entire time. We, you know, we made sure that you were okay. I we hit, were both okay. Uh, yeah. And I and and I'm grateful for that. And this show is not about me. It's at that point, I'm no, it's great that we had a masochist it, it on to talk great. about because neither one of us are masochists, so we want to talk about something we didn't really deeply understand on a personal level. So it's great to have you here. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I didn't purposely be here. <laughs> no, but no, I would say to any masochists out there, um, forgive yourself. It's okay when you look at look at your body. Because that was my biggest. 24 hours later.
I don't need a tissue. That's what... Um, <laughs> let me... Because tissue tells me to stop crying. Oh, all right. Um, I think for any masochist out there, be free. Allow it. It's freeing. It's hard. But the um, rewards are worth it. Just have that support people around you. You stayed with me all last week. You knew it was a hot mess. Mistress Mia, best friend of Johnny Hotcakes, Lord <laughs> And me, you understood that, and I'm grateful and appreciate that. And as a masochist, I love pain. I want more pain. I'm always pushing you to give me more pain. And, and sometimes that's unfair. Um, that will be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, happy fucking Christmas. Because <laughs> I think that would be another episode to ask you why you want it so badly. I, I need to answer that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And um, that might be part of your journey that you continue on with John and... And discover more um, of yourself. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah. We're not going to go there right now. Anyway, happy <laughs> fucking Christmas. <laughs> Dragon Link signing off. <laughs> fucking bitches. And if you're in England, I love ya. <laughs> Boxing Day. Don't go punching too many people. John, how do you finish up with that? You know. You just say goodbye. You just say goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for telling us about so your story. Long, farewell. And until next time, make all of your hit me baby one more time fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>